It's been one of the best years of our lives, but some people could say it's been one of uh, the most challenging for us here at uh, Collective Potential Podcast. But we thought, why not end the year with the tales, the tribulations, the highs and the lows, and spend the time reflecting on what has been achieved, cultivating the gratitude and appreciation we have for it, but of course, finding the lessons. 2016 has been a bitch of a year, (laughs) but 2017, I'm coming for ya. Oi, hello there. Hello. Feeling a bit lost, a little confused. Well, we're all one. Collective Potential. Whoa, nice beat. Yeah, it's all right, isn't it? Let's have a real chat. So, 2017, here we are. It's coming. It's only a few days away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, well, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I feel silly, but I think that maybe that's what it is. Like, there's such joy in another year coming, right? Yeah. So, I think what my question for everyone is to kick it off. Tell me where, yeah, what, what's, the, what's the year been like? What's this point? Why do we get to this end of the year and go, okay, I need to think about where I'm at? Mm. Why do you guys, do you up for it? It's all cyclical, isn't it? Everything's seasonal in the way we live, isn't it? Right? Well, it's interesting that we like make our calendar. Yes, that goes it's around kind of a bit weird, isn't it's it? It's like our rotation around the sun. Yeah, yeah. And how much we're not really connected to those seasons anymore, but I think it's nice Good to track one. back through, I guess, the, the season of your life and work out. Yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? I found like the more I've gone through this year, uh, the hard things you've learned for and stuff, the more I've kind of slowly stepped a bit more away from myself and to a bit more in a witnessing spot with every little thing. Like realizing even the moon cycle, I've been so much more in tune with like what I've been aware of the moon cycle and um, and um, just witnessing life go about its way and realize that we're, we're, we're passengers. Uh, um. A question about the moon cycle, right? Mm. I think this is a really random question, but so many people actually spend a lot of time going, oh, it means nothing to me, mm. the moon. Like, But come on, we're 80% water, mm. and if it's bringing out the tides and coming back in, it does. It's going to be lifting us. It's going to be doing something for us. But I feel like the more work that I do in myself and becoming more aware and conscious to my own way of being – I feel so much more sensitive to the moon and I don't know. I just feel like, again, it's something that's always there, but I'm fascinated by it. So mm. I have a question maybe to do with, you know, every 30 days after over the last 12 months, what do you reckon you have embraced most this year? I want to know. Good question. Cause like, I'm embracing the moon moves me, shapes me, but I'm interested. For me, it's embracing insecurity. And allowing negative emotions and not trying to put words to them, that's been a big thing, especially the last couple of months, is sometimes it's sad and it's just sit in the sadness and just, I remember I was having a bad day and I was hanging out having coffee with a couple of friends and they're like, how are you? And I was honest. I was just like, I'm just not feeling very good. And they're like, why? And I'm like, no idea. <laughs> and, but that's okay. And just sort of, you, I feel like we try and, especially me as someone that thinks a lot, mm. I always try and give answers to things. And sometimes the best answer is, I don't know. 
And I guess it's if you I don't know M before was well, the most about, truthful answer is I don't know. Yeah, like we don't really know anything, but M's <laughs> <laughs> really it's like everything changes. Even this is know, going to be deep one. Every I feel it. <laughs> every ten years, a new scientific. It, because Ryan's admitting he doesn't know anything. I don't he's know, the brains <laughs> of the podcast. There is no meaning. <laughs> yeah, Ryan, don't say oh, that. You're no. the brain. Um, Anyway, I think that's it. It's like we always try and put a story or a narrative to things, but sometimes it's good to just say, you know what, I don't know the answer. Yeah, it's true. And to just feel it, and then the next day I was fine, but just embracing that. And I find that the same thing for me with my relationships with my friends or my girlfriend is that like just feeling her or Mm. feeling them as they speak as opposed to wanting to do you know I like, just found myself doing that to you as you were talking I just felt I was did, if you'd yeah, seen me good at feeling, I was like yeah. I'm really feeling you no but girls are way more <laughs> it's definitely true that girls are way or the feminine energy so? is more so? is more is more well, my mum is so good at it. She just she just feels you. She hears you. Um, but masculine energy, and we've all got both in us, and mm. me and Ryan are particularly feminine, I would have thought. And I'm very masculine. <laughs> <laughs> and you're very masculine, yeah. What are you trying to say? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm a good bloke. I mean, hang on. <laughs> um, but the feminine energy definitely is more uh, um, accommodating towards listening, isn't it? It's an interesting question, embrace. Like, what does that actually mean? And it is a very feminine thing to say. But if you think about over the year, like we are really resisting. You're so true. I can. I just saw the visual of you sitting in the cafe and you're sitting there and you're, all your friends around you. And it's like, how are you? Like, could you imagine if we spent way more time just telling the truth <laughs> about how we're feeling when you sit around your friends? Yeah. Like, no wonder they're like, why are you sad? I don't know. And they, they must have just been like. It is funny, isn't it? When you say it like that's that, that's in total embrace. But like, you, the, oh, you go. There could have been like five or six different reasons, but who knows what? You know, it could just be a seasonal thing. It could be you're tired from the night before. Mm. It could have been I was on antibiotics for a little, recovering from wisdom teeth. It yeah. could be like, you know, things from five years ago coming up because some experience happened. You don't really know. Yeah. But I think there's something really in when you're in a sadness to tr- not fight it. Yeah. Did you feel there's a moment? When you crack the like uh, these friends, you obviously feel comfortable around it to be yourself. Mm. But the in some s- social environments, or even if you found me, sometimes you you feel like there's a paradigm reality. It's almost like a virtual reality. I was chatting about the other day. It's like you know you know things could be different. I you could be being honest and truthful, but you're in this kind of virtual reality of how you're engaging with each other. How are you? Great. Yeah. Good. How are you? Yeah. Good. Just like just bollock interaction. I find family a hard one because I'm not very close emotionally with my family. So it's like I find that easy with friends and even people that I haven't met before. But I find it quite hard. Um, but did, did you, sorry, when you're with your mates, did you notice yourself switch and go, oh, I'm just going to be honest or like a little crack or a little split? Uh, it wasn't, really I didn't really think so about true. it. It was like, it wasn't like someone you see, you know, on the street and like, oh, going, oh yeah, good. Even though like you're inside, just like <laughs> heart's the, bleeding. At the milk bar. <laughs> it was, I, I didn't really think about it. I was just yeah. honest. Like, yeah. I think there's a lot of, a lot of times you don't need to communicate with the words you're saying, but how you say them. And when there's a, people uh, aren't, um, you can tell that what totally. they're saying isn't honest Man, with how they are. It's kind of like, it. yeah, hundred percent. You can pick it up. Yeah. I'm a terrible liar. Like, even if I say I'm great, you can see it in my eyes that I'm crying inside. <laughs> oh, no. Tell, what have you embraced this year then, Jez? What have I embraced this year? Um, um, yeah, pretty similar. I, I feel like more the softer feminine energies of um, of healing. I feel like there's... Uh, 
in myself, I feel like the as well as I feel like in the world, I feel like what goes on in myself is very in sync with what goes on in our culture in general. Um, like I feel like the world more than ever needs healers right now. Um, and I feel like I've been needing to heal myself. So pains or like where I've created echo chambers of suffering and reverberations of just um, of, of, of something I've felt about something, um, like my family, for instance, and how that c- caused me pain. It wasn't the to be blamed for the pain. And I found that that was a really important growth to learn the difference with that. What does that look like? like yeah, because I was I was going to say, you said echo chamber of pain. That's such an amazing visual. Yeah, yeah, because well, that's what I re- it felt so clear that that's How what it was. I, I I think I just like through after months and months of or more like it's been starting for about a year and a half really of or about a year year to two years now up to now of um just not being able to resolve the differences in my limited relationship with my family. I, I couldn't be talk about anything and everything with them. There's limited dialogue mm. based on separation in beliefs and ideologies and um, dogmatic thinking, essentially. Um, and then I realized that I was creating my own dogma in, in a way. Um, I, was, I was feeling uh, that the energy of that I was receiving and it was causing the pain in me. Um, and so then, and then I started manifesting the pain myself by... And then I, it was an echo chamber because when I was all on my own, it was happening <laughs> and without their influence. So that's why I realized that I received it. Oh, it caused it. Brilliant. But then I, ca- I hung on to it and I kept feeding it back to myself in feedback loops. And then and once I had a bit, I basically had the thought, I've got to be creative with this. I've got to think of a new way to resolve this shit that's bringing me down. Um, and I, I need to be creative with it. There must be another way because... If I look around, there's, it's just witnessing what I was doing a bit. It's just a slight... Because you, when you're in it, you don't really feel like you're in it. Uh, you're just doing it, you know? It's, it's automatic. Like when, yeah, it's automatic. Like when you're yeah. depressed, it's automatic. And it's kind of easier, it feels like, when you're yeah. in that place to just be like, well, I could do something about this. But, what's <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I don't know what. I like this chamber. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, 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 I can't well, go anywhere. What you, that, I was talking about with my friend Johnny. He said there's two types of evolution, progressive evolution and destructive evolution. Ooh. And because I was in a destructive evolutionary pattern it meant it felt like i was going somewhere with it it felt like it was progressing because it felt because i was i.e i was thinking of new sadistic ways of resolving my pain <laughs> i.e lashing out <laughs> sorry lashing the website for the church or some shit like horrible um oh, like fascinating. Ne- evolutionary like next step um solutions to the pain so it felt like it was moving but it wasn't it wasn't progressive and then i uh, yeah I, I thought what was what is a way i can progressively evolve out of this or what can i creatively do different to change and it, the word just came to me is to forgive um forgive myself forgive them which led on to a, a compassion um and uh, yeah and, I, and 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 also the real thing i could hold on to which it was it, they weren't to be blamed or anyone's not to be blamed for um the pain that i i receive um because how far back do you blame <laughs> you know if they're to be blamed then they're to be blamed like how far do you blame so you can acknowledge the cause which is very nice to do because it makes you go oh fuck yeah it did cause me that Mm. and it's nice to go oh fuck that off then because that's what that's all that happened um but if i blame them again and again i'm fucking stuck because i'm just i'm my you know yeah stick myself what um how'd your values change this year because it sounds like you're a big part of your learning of this year is a change in values um, um, from forgiveness, like that's what it became. Yeah. But do you think that's what it was? Or is your values 
changed over time. Can I add to it for you to answer then? Maybe two parts. If your values change, what did you have to let go of? Yeah, cool. I don't know how to answer that. Mm. Maybe, can you guys answer it on my behalf? <laughs> well, it's, it's, it seems that before, I, I think... Yeah, it might be what you just see in him. Yeah, I'm just seeing like that learning about forgiveness is really like even just you're in the studio today and you just look happier. Yeah. Right. And, and yeah. what I, I'm assuming it is, is your values changed from um, being in your head yeah. I know that's not a value. Maybe I'm trying to work out what the exact no, yeah, value was. No, you're moving from a headspace to my heart space. Yeah, and it was, yeah. it was like I can see that that forgiveness has become a real new value. So I'm trying to work out what mm. the initial value was. I think it's I've maybe it's surrender. I feel like surrendering is um, mm. is maybe a value. Um, relinquishing a bit of control or just control. <laughs> yeah, that's a big one. Like we go through life thinking that we're in control and really. Mm. We're not. Yeah, but we can't. But focusing on basically what I can. I know this is a ye, ye oldie fan, but focusing on what I can control mm. and forgetting what I can't control. Yeah, amazing. Because um, I find I wanted to take the power back. You know, I really wanted to take the power back and go. Fuck! I'm in charge. I'm I'm powerful. Because that's what make, when I feel light and happy and like I can skip around. <laughs> 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 Which is actually you, because it's I, my nature. Yeah, your my, true nature yeah. is joy. Yeah, freedom. And would you rather be suffering mm. or enjoy, you know, like, that's I think, so fascinating. Mm. God, it's so hard to get out of it's, that sometimes. It, it's just so funny how it's just all to do. Everything, it's everything. That's my advice I give to my other friend that's feeling something like that at the moment. Um, it's like, you're in, everything comes down to you. Mm. Like, um, you're in control of pulling yourself out of this. Yeah. You know, that's a, that's a powerful thing to realize. I even had it um, because obviously I do coaching, but people just write to me sometimes on Facebook just because they're struggling, which I think is wonderful and somewhat hilarious. And they'll just tell me everything. You know, I've never even met them. They'll just rip it out. And one woman was like, I just broke up with my boyfriend. Um, And she was really struggling with it because they'd been together for like 15 years. And, you know, she was just writing, like, you know, I can see the story she's writing, but she can't see that she's writing yeah, yeah. the story of the story of the story. So I'm like, oh, here we go. Yeah. Um, and sometimes you just need, you need to be able to witness it, oh, but she couldn't. And yeah. she's like, I can't get out of this sadness. He's moved on. And I just went, are you ready to end your suffering? And it was mm-hmm. the coolest thing that I'd never That's just cool. written to someone because I was like, you're going to have to make a choice here. And the ending the suffering is to change the story. And on a basic human level, we all can do that. But that's what it reminds me of. I've never but said that to someone. Are you ready to change the, yeah. the story, the, su- the suffering in it? Yeah. It just flips it to, wait, wait a minute, she's in control. Cause mm. I, 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 that's another thing I've taken out of this year is the value we can be to each other like you are to her in mirroring things. Mm. I think because um, often we, it's, you know, Doing it out on our own. Yeah. Do you guys think there can be an end to suffering? <sighs> well, creativity made ignorance, and ignorance is the cause of all suffering. Ooh. So maybe ignorance Ooh. might evolve. We might evolve to a place. I think, I know you can and you can end suffering in yourself. I can end suffering in myself. Um, or maybe end pain, I guess. Because uh, I just read a really good book, and it's been in my head, and it's called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Oh my God, I so want that. Cool it's, by, it's by an author called Mark Manson. I want to get him on here. I think he will get him on. Let's They'll, get hey Mark because he's not yeah, listening cool. right now. But he talks about he talks about how 
what our problems usually come down to. And he's saying that there's always going to be problems. Yeah. But choosing problems that give you joy to fix. And that's, you can never fully end suffering and you're going to suffer, but you can choose how you suffer yeah. and yeah. make it in a constructive way. And I kind of like that. You know, so what's some, an example of choosing how you, like, of that in your life? Um, in my life, uh, this year for me has been very, like, you know, I'm 23, moved out of home last year and it's learning how to live by myself, really. And it's um, changing what I value from trying to impress people because I'm a natural people pleaser hmm. into expressing myself and just being... Um, I guess enjoying and mm. it's kind of the more I let go of trying to impress people, the more yeah. I strengthen my connections with others. Cool. And I think, but that's that thing. It's like r- picking what a problem is. So like me going out there and being okay with someone not liking me. So yeah. the problem isn't, oh, I need to go and impress them and make them like me. Yeah. So the, I guess to define the problem is I'm wrong. The problem is, I guess, how do I connect with this person more? It's just like rephrasing that. Cool, man. Or, how do I not give a fuck? That's great. Yeah. well, Which is his book, the in book, a way, too. The book's for, it's good in that idea because he's saying that you, you're always going to give a fuck and that's why the title is interesting because if you are saying, I don't give a fuck, you're mm. giving a fuck about not giving yeah. a fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it, it, that's what, it's a really good book. But, um, so good. Yeah. It's, and what's yours, M? Sorry, excuse me. What's, like what problems... Have changed for you. What problems have you chosen? Oh, guys, I don't have any year. problems. I'm perfect. Oh, fucking oh, yeah, well yeah. done. Thank you. I know. <laughs> don't judge yourself based on the standard I'm setting. I feel terrible. <laughs> uh, I just want to be M. Paul, though. You know? Look at her. <laughs> All my ego loves everything about that statement, man. Uh, look, I've, I think I may have said it before, and people who listen to these podcasts will hear the ebbs and flows of Emily Paulo's year. Um, yeah, it's a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A few people come up to me and went, I really listened to that one where you were crying and like my body just clams up like, <laughs> oh, fuck, yeah. you were in that bedroom with me when I was crying yeah. into the podcast. Okay, let go of that feeling and be like, how did it go for you? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then connect with them and then I'm like, cool, let it go. Um, but uh, look, the biggest problem and I can see it in hindsight, was there was like a solid three months of feeling as though I was failing, but I didn't know that like that chamber, I was in it. And there was just this lesson I had to learn this year of, I didn't fail. (laughs) The project did. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and and I think there's a level of um, true understanding in me, which I get such a joy out of is, I never really thought I was very responsible and I have, you know, been kicked out of programs, knocked off this, drunken, turning up to work, you know, like the the standard irresponsible part of me just has always thought that I was. So I get a real kick out of becoming an adult and being like, I'm responsible now, guys. <laughs> yeah. Look what I have to do. So when I was able to look back at that year or that period this year and go, oh, I don't have to be responsible in the sense where it's my fault. I'm not mm. justifying it. I'm not denying it. Um, maybe denying it a little bit, but <laughs> yeah, just being able to really take on that the problem from this year was my thinking. Mm. That's a big one for people is yeah, people so. taking an experience that they, like we are talking before, have very little control over and then internalizing that as I'm the problem. Yeah. Oh, oh man. This is my fault. If, yeah. if we just learn. It's a great distinction to make. And it's back on forgiveness as well. If people just learn <laughs> to forgive themselves and say, oh, that happened and that's okay. 
Yeah. How much better would people's lives be? Yeah, brilliant, isn't it? It's it's a very subtle difference of going. It's the projects to blame, not me. Like that's a Mm. slight, a slight deviation. Yeah, but a very. Yeah, and enough for me to be able to make it objective rather than about. Or is that the right way way of using it? that I was taking it to fault because yeah. my, you know, limiting core belief that pops up every once in a while is yeah. that I'm not good enough. And yeah. so this proved... No one can relate to that. Yeah. <laughs> this proved that I wasn't. And this is for a certain type of person and maybe to do with your book. I really realised this year how much I have a need for approval. Mm. Like, I'm happy-go-lucky, I'm fun, I'm a high-energy islander. That's my identity attached to it. <laughs> so when people don't like me, I fucking, I am so upset about it. Yeah. And so in the process of failing at projects, I disappointed people who were involved with us. Mm. And so we took breaks from each other, which we were, like, inseparable, but it was enough for me to go, all of these people are upset with me. And then it kind of just got worse and worse because I felt like I'd failed them. And failed myself, and da 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 da. This goes on, but then I've only found a new lesson there, which is I don't need anyone's approval. I need mm. my own, mm. and that is the total ownership, right? That responsibility. And so uh, I can. I think what I came out of all that failure is that I just actually stupidly have spent a lot of time needing other people's approval. And this year mm. has really taught me. Well, you don't actually want to do this. So that's no need for you to approve of what I'm doing. I'm actually going to do this. So it's, I don't know, it gave me a lot of steadfast belief in what I value, not what other people want. Mm. And I really think that was something I just didn't know about myself. And Mm. yeah, fuck them. No, I'm joking. (laughs) But it literally was. How are those relationships now? Because that's what. So good. Because there's a woman called Byron Katie and she inquires into your beliefs and you know how much I love her. I'm obsessed with her. <laughs> and she has th- says that there's three types of businesses. There's your God, business. Yeah, go, God's, like yeah, 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 earthquake or just that's the way nature is, mm. but you're in their in universe's business and then you're mm. in suffering because you're in their business. Yeah. And I was like, I got slapped one day. I wasn't talking to these people. Ryan, because... you never apologize for that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> because I was in his business and her business and what everyone else was thinking about me and charging along without really stopping and going, oh, I'm not okay right now. And then it was enough for me to own it and go, oh, yeah, right. Go in my business. You need my, to go business. my business. My business is go and speak to those people. Have a good chat with them. Are you okay? Of course we fucking are. That's great. I love that. Can I have another question then? Yeah, go. All right. So if 2016 was a year of, you know, you've embraced things, we've let them go. If you could answer this question, I no longer believe this. And I now believe this. What do you think are some of the beliefs that you've let go of this year, but now you believe about yourself? No, that's interesting. You, can you go first, Roy? I haven't got Yeah, one. I think uh, what I think about that is I don't need to suffer to make a living. 
Cool. Oh, that's do a, tell. Continue. That's a, big one. Yeah. that's a big one for a lot of people. Oh, yeah. When, when me we, included. <laughs> I was thinking on the way here, like, what is when you talk about hey. the year of 2017? And for me, it's the year of creating. But it's creating things that I want to create instead of going, oh, I need to do it this way or that way. Or that, you know, Joseph Campbell talks about if you'd follow someone else's path, it's, it's you, you know, if you're following a path, it's someone else's path, not your own. So you kind of need to go do your own thing. Mm. And it's working out what my values are and then trying to find work or do that through those values. And it might take a long time as a 23-year-old who's never been in the workforce. But I don't have to be in the workforce to, you know, I always thought that I was going to become a journalist and be in the media and then then change. Whereas now I'm building from the bottom up instead of top down. Which I love. Cool. Like I get so excited about your future if you've let go of that belief that mm. you have to follow the mm. system. Like every part of my anarchist goes, yeah. I can't wait to see what you do, man. Like you're such a super creator. Like I still think you're one of the most impressive 23-year-olds oh, I've ever met. <laughs> Thank you. So I just think that's so exciting to let go of because, you know, they said, I, I think that you get set up for failure too, mm. that you have to follow this path and it's such a system that you walk out of the education system with and then you get into this 20-year-old state and you go, you mean I get to ch- choose? Mm. We've also, we have this mentality in our society that if you're not suffering, you're not... You're not worthy. Worthy. Oh, and I don't a good know, one. I don't know what it comes from, if it comes from... That, Guilt, you know. man. But does that come from the idea of original sin and, you know, our cultural, our, our religious heritage? Yeah, I reckon it's, yes. it's no it... wisdom around um, our, our ignorance or no, there's no wisdom bestowed upon, I think, there's no real, like, cultural guide. Like, religion used to be, a, like, a guide of uh, morals and stuff, but, like, there's no real wise teachings shamans yeah. i said it earlier didn't i yeah. shamans were always like the the witch doctor or this person that's gone through and you know there's almost um joseph campbell talks about it i love joseph campbell. we love joseph campbell <laughs> <laughs> so <much>. jc um <laughs> that in society the shaman was always one of the most important parts of a tribe and these days the shaman is the doctor right uh, or the teacher but they're not necessarily the right kind of shaman because in the age old wisdom, the shaman goes through the most horrific traumatic shit emotionally so that they can pass on the teaching. Mm. But some people get into this life and they're not, they don't have to go through that. So that's not Mm. their role. Mm. So it's interesting that when you say, why don't we, why aren't we trained with the ignorance? I actually think that there's a component missing. And so community groups like religion and Mm. why I love collective potential is it's Mm. bringing back the values of learning Mm. from your elders Mm. and they teach, they teach you. Yeah. That's wicked, man. Have you come up with an answer, Jess? No, I haven't. (laughs) And you go. Um, and maybe that's okay. It's yeah. kind of, there's, you, you need a little, uh, I guess, distance between um, pre-contriving what your year's going to be. And like yeah. Em says, she was talking about hers earlier before we started the podcast. It changed along the way. Yep. I think you need to give yourself that freedom for it to change and adapt, just like you are always changing and adapting. Mm. And mm. Thanks, you, bro. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Everything's a process. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It does need some time. Mm. Um, what I no longer believe this year. Silence or like that. <laughs> Suspense. Everyone, everyone listening is thinking about their own. Yeah. It's <laughs> giving me my space. The first thing that came up from my soul was I no longer believe that I'm damaged. 
That's a big one, isn't it? Um, Because a lot of even, as we were saying, the podcast, a lot of the tears over the last year is that there's something wrong with me. So I can see where that was created. But this year I feel like I no longer believe that because, well, it's not up to me in a way. Like I have probably a bit more, I believe there's more faith in the universal gift that I have been brought into this world Yes, I have a purpose, but so does Joe Bloggs and Jeremy Khan and Ryan Hyde. Like, mm. I think in my insecurity of needing a purpose, I've actually learned that there is no one other than what I choose. So this year I've had a lot more faith in something bigger than me. Mm. And I don't think I used to speak a lot about that. I actually, yeah, it would try mm. to keep it a bit mainstream and not talk about my spiritual beliefs. But, yeah, I'm mm. much better off when I just go, well, that's not going to work out for me because that's just not how it is. It was all written before I was born. So mm. I don't know. I think like there's probably a lot more connection mm. to something bigger than me, which therefore gives me more faith. So I like that. I yeah. Really I don't like think that. I've actually even gone through that yeah. thought yet. It's like trust in, yeah. trust in universe or trust in. I like that. I think that's a bit of, that speaks to, pretty much to what mine is as well. Yeah. Trust in just relinquishing control and surrendering myself a bit more and just trust in. That something greater than me is, you know, like looking for it rather than um, something bigger than me. Like I'm just a part of a ocean of people. <laughs> and do you reckon it? How can I serve that kind of a bit more? Like that, rather than how can I optimize everything to be just perfect for me? Yeah, which is beautiful when I think about you. Mm. You know, it's like just go with. It's like such more flow. Mm. What does flow mean? In the scheme of things, like there was a guy that did a huge amount of um, study on flow. Do you know that study, Ryan? Uh, of course he does. <laughs> I'm testing Ryan. There isn't one minute. Is it, just gonna I don't know the answer. I know the guy it was um, Mikhail yes. Checks Mahaley, but I don't know what the... Well, you know, there is a concept said. out there that is, we all say go with the flow, but that sounds like flow to me. Okay. Another question then. Yeah. Right, change direction a bit. In the year that has been... There's a lot of my own individual change, but who's been, you know, that movie, um, <laughs> she's cracking herself up, <laughs> Jerry Maguire, where she's standing there, she goes, you complete me. Yeah. Who was the person this year that got you through? That's nice. You know, who's the community? Like, who's the person that you go, I'm grateful for. There was a beautiful study by um, Martin Seligman, who's the god of godfather of positive psych. And they interviewed 411 – I sound like Ryan. They, they've interviewed 400 <laughs> – they've interviewed 400 – you like that? 411 people. And the data, the data showed from the research that the longest um, impact or effect of gratitude or cultivating gratitude, acts of daily gratitude and appreciation, was actually one month – of um, impact from writing a letter to someone they're most grateful for or thankful for. And I thought that was so interesting that sometimes we're trying to work on ourselves, but if oh, you man. give to someone else, yeah. you have so much more gratitude. Oh. So think about it. Who's the person that you go, oh, without them this year or I don't know. That's so nice. You complete me, friend. Yeah, gratitude is the fucking best, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> it's like it, it, as soon as you be grateful or it's like, or be selfless or think of about someone else. You instantly forget, lose all your problems. <laughs> so true. It's like a drug. What's your, who's yours? 
I wrote today, uh, last night, that's why it's so fresh, that was Jody Dutrum, who's right. the co-founder. Jody, 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 Jody. Everybody needs a um, Jody. Because Jody is, I get to be at the front of groups running workshops. I get to be at the front, and I love that, obviously. But Jody hates that. And so we are this perfect yin and yang of running a small business social enterprise and trying to have an impact in the world because maybe that lot of faith thing that I learned this year was, man, you need someone who is a lot more logical, who's a lot more cautious, um, <laughs> more risk adverse. <laughs> I promise these are good values. Um, you know, and she's smarter than me. She's analytical. You know, you know what I mean? Not so much smarter than me because, you know, whatever. But- <laughs> I don't want to put that on record. Yeah, I just felt like, yeah, she should get the acknowledgement because without her, we would not have gotten to the place that we want to. Amazing. Yeah, so, she's the boss. What about you, Jez? Um, I'd probably say I, I've had lots of people, but I, feel, I mean, I feel like the only one that's helped me grow is probably myself. <laughs> like I, when I think of, I feel like, yeah, I mean, people have supported me in different ways, but I feel like the only one that's supported me the most consistently is myself, <laughs> really. Yeah, which is, yeah. which is beautiful because when I ran a workshop on gratitude just a few weeks ago, I told everyone that stat that I just said. Mm. But what I said to them is, don't write the letter to someone else. Sit here now and write it to yourself. Mm. And, you know, if that's a month of giving that gratitude to others. Imagine how long that lasts to be able to like, actually, mm. I want to thank myself. I love that you mm. do. If you could summarize it, though, what are you, what are you really grateful for? Um, that I had the wisdom to be able to see um, truth from fiction and corrosive behavior from um, progressive, great, good creative behavior. Um, yeah, I, I honestly feel like I, the peop, different people have changed through the year. They've given me bits of support of in sh- short terms. But um, I think probably because I'm a bit of a lone wolf, I've, like, I haven't really had a s- consistent... Um, person. I'm just imagining you walking down the street and the song Danger Zone playing as you're like <laughs> being a lone wolf. Highway <laughs> that song? No. It, 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 to the danger zone. It's probably to the more accurate danger picture zone. is probably just me just in wo- fetal position in the woods <laughs> just rocking. Inside the chamber? <laughs> oh, that's wonderful, Jez. I really respect that. I think that's such a cool thing. Michelle, yeah. my girlfriend's obviously been incredible. Oh, yeah, he's just dropping that in in case he doesn't get in trouble. No. I got two and both is. of them, I think, I'm answering these in a way that is very uh, different. I'd expect nothing less from you, mate. Um, the first one's Alan Watts. Oh, yeah, boy. I've we got the Watts. Got Light bulb. <laughs> the amount of Alan Watts I've listened to and read this year is probably ridiculous. Yeah. But he's just You're completely... a bit Alan Wattsy. Oh, man. I was thinking when, I was thinking when he's saying, fuck the system, I'm going to go do money, do make my work anything. That's exactly what Alan Watts would have done. I think he did, but um, so that's one. Um, Bless you, And that Alan is, Watts. isn't it, Carl Sagan spoke about how, you know, reading people's books and now it's not just books, but it's audio and TV and so it'll be VR, how we, they're kind of echoing through... Um, time and we're hearing their voices in our heads mm. and how amazing that is. That's so cool. Um, but just how grounded he was and learning about different cultures and um, I guess learning that the way we've been brought up or our culture isn't necessarily the way we have to do things and that you can make your own culture, mm. but you need to know the differences between your culture and other cultures to really see that. Mm. Um, 
And the other one is the passing of my friend Nisha, to be honest, Aww. which is I'm, I'm, not, I'm not grateful for the thing that happened, but I think there's something really grounding about realizing our own mortality and that um, not to get lost in our own personal shit and to, it, it just made me really grateful for, because actually it was like the day she passed away was actually when I started doing the podcast with you guys. So it's this weird, it's been this weird connection um, mm. but I think since then it's helped me realize that, you know, everything is precious, but not precious in the sense that, oh, it's so valuable. But, um, I think being aware of your own mortality, um, it kind of shows you that, yeah, like, uh, there's no reason to do anything, but there's also no reason not to do anything. Yeah. And it, it just gives you kind of this freedom to let go of that and just, that's fantastic. Except what happens, and I think that's been a big one. That's great, man. That's no, and great. I'm not saying it's, like, that's the thing that, like, I'm not grateful for the, that that oh, happened, no, but, but I'm grateful for the learning that I got from it, which I think has been a pattern with you three, too. It's like, um, and whatever hardships people go to is they're the things you grow from. You don't grow from, you know, when you're looking 10, back, 10 years in the past, you don't go, oh, I really grew from that time I went to... Luna Park and went on a roller coaster. Mm. I know you, you grow from that time where you're like, shit, that was hard, but you come over the other side. Yeah, it's mm. like we're the biggest fan clubs to the challenge. You know, it's like, oh, sorry, doesn't make quite sense. Yeah, yeah. But it is, isn't it? It's like a lot of people don't see the challenge as that. And this podcast and the people we hang around really almost think the challenge is a trophy, the adversity that we've overcome and the lesson. We're like, hey, look at the reward. We learned this. So I actually think that's such a positive message on mm. so many levels. Mm. You know what else I'm grateful for? What? Well, I'm grateful for all of the listeners that have been yeah. checking no, in. No, I am. You, you're just sucking up. I am. <laughs> you don't even know them. <laughs> because I look through the stats because, you know, yeah. I love a good stat these days. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Brian, um, Ryan, like Brian, I called you Brian because it you know, like almost daily. Does it, of course it does. Um, that and the fact that I look like Loki from the Avengers, which I kind of like. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I'll get onto it. Um, that we started this in April, right? Yeah. And other than being a big therapy session for us all, <laughs> which is, it's been very. I'm very grateful the two of you. Because we've had to, like, you know how there's that process where you storm Norman form or whatever it is? Um, we went through that together. And so we've had our own little um, journey, for a better mm, word, mm. and growth in this. And it was something that I just felt like came so easily to me. And, of course, I've just grown so much through it and with you that I even just thought it's so wonderful at this point to have not known the stats really over the year. And, you know, look at this. We've got people across Australia, like almost 10,000 people. Um, those people who listen in the United States, mm. we've got people in the UK, Ireland, New Zealand, Canada, Germany, Spain, Italy, like and not just a small amount, like a decent amount of people. Cambodia. At least two in England. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, 248 to yeah, be wow. exact. Awesome. That's amazing. Um, South Africa. And, you know, even I'm so grateful for all the people that came in, like Sam Wines. Mm. His audience We've had some loved great him. Yeah. yeah. Who, who's been, who are you most grateful for this year? Yeah. I mean, oh, just, I just love, yeah, I feel real grateful for our, us 
for you guys. I mean, not for me. <laughs> Stuff the guests. No, but like this has been such a big part of my year, like of a great, like just it feels like family. It feels effortless. It feels like we can come in and just talk. And um, yeah, I love the community of it mm. and the, the feedback we've got and um, it being for for people to encourage people to just feel free to be themselves and talk really. And we've had some great guests. Love it. I think my, one of the biggest aims I had in this show is to get people to start talking to their friends like this. And I'm yeah, hoping man. that's done it yeah. to some sort of extent. Well, I think I'm very lucky because a lot of people write to me because they find Collective Potentials workshops. Mm. Um, and I do. There are people who are listening right now and be like, oh, that's me, that's me, who lives, listen to it every time, like even write to me and say, hey, where's the next one? <laughs> I'm waiting for it. Uh, and that other people have really learned the value of authenticity and how they didn't even realise they weren't having authentic conversations. And I think you've nailed that then, mm. if, you def- if we're reflecting. Mm. Um, so many people who love Johnny Pollard and his level of consciousness, you know, and other people saying, nah, I didn't like Johnny. You know who I really loved was that girl who came in and talked about suicide mm. and how much that impacted them. Yeah, Georgia. Yeah, Georgia, you know, wonderful. Um, you know, but I one of my favourites was when we we talked about life happens for you. Yeah. Maybe that's because really I say, remember I did say that my lesson this year was I have faith. Mm. To me, that was me really stepping into my belief that day. So, again, that's why I call it a little bit of therapy some days because I'm like, yeah, I do believe that and I'm going to make sure you <laughs> bloody hear this, you know. And So it's interesting, isn't it? That's cool. What we can be most grateful for and appreciate. Oh, I have a question then. Yeah, go. And I think we could almost wrap up with this and involve everyone who's listening. I had this thing called um, Naming a Year and we touched on it before. But I really believe in it. And a lot of people do this around the world. It was Jimmy Steins, my mentor, who taught us this. And so I would grow up with a lot of people who would create a word that represents what they want the intention for the year ahead. So 2016 was my year of being. And I wanted that to be, so I stopped wanting more and I wanted this and I just could just be with what ever got me in life. And I never thought, that this word would have brought me the lessons that it did this year. Like I could list a thousand things of what being became to me. So it really helps you to grow because you don't know what the word truly means until you're exploring it, testing it, stretching it. But really I've loved that this year being hasn't necessarily helped me grow. It helped me to expand. Mm. And I feel like that's what I've learned is I don't ne- now want to achieve more in my life. I actually want breadth and depth and cool. to have the capacity to be resilient because life's just going to constantly make me suffer if I allow it to be. And so I've learned, ah, oh, that's what being is. I actually am a bigger cup. I expand. And so that's even shown up in my work that's and so cool, with my friendships and you know, I'm still learning it because, you know, screamed at my brother the other day and we had to come back. But yeah. in a very similar set, similar way, I thought, no, if this is about me being with him, I went to him and apologised. And from there he came back and said, I never want to do that again. We have to stop this sort of thing. And so, mm. I don't know, it just helps you to grow. Mm. But it also helps you to expand in your authentic self. So I want to know, gentlemen, if you were to give 2017 a word, setting an intention, what do you want it to be? And I really want people to know that it's a process to come up with this. I've been thinking about my word for the last 
15 years at, at three months out. So I'm already, I already have my word, but I've gone through a process of why I want it. So, um, yeah, have a think about what you've learned. Embrace to let go of what you know, all the questions we've asked, what you're grateful for. So your one for 17 is, fifth, is faith? Or what's, or no. my in um, one word? Yeah. yeah, in one word, mastery. Mm. Because I really believe um, that you never truly get to the point of what you want to be or what you perceive you want yourself to be, but the joy you get from mastering the skill, mm. the joy you get from the experience of it, the ability to get out there and master it, it has a lot more fun and creativity to me. And in this next year, I really want to become a thought leader in mm. how important connection is and authenticity is. And I definitely want to be an expert facilitator. But more importantly, I want to be able to master love. Mm. Oh, that's awesome. Or the art of mastering love, a mastery of love making. You know, the, the Jeremy's eyes lit up when I said that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, you know, my health, you know, it's, it's a constant... Um, and beautiful process of mastery. So mm. that's, that's exciting. What, I love that. Do you get it? Yeah, I get you, man. That's fucking Because what's mastery to you, just quickly, in your view? Um, that helps me. I, I just like, yeah, pretty much what you said about expanding your breadth for like finessing, pulling out the weeds in any pursuit and um, finessing it so you're like a samurai. Oh, I like that, <laughs> finessing. <laughs> what's your word, Jess? I would, uh, my word is... Well, what could it be if you don't have it just yet? Uh, either evolution or create creativity. I feel like I want to create more of what the world needs um, in order for to evolve our species for... The, for... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank but, you for doing that. Yeah, no, I just want to create what I think the world needs more of um, in order for us all to wake up to, the, to reality in the most profound way possible um in order for us to uh, become wiser (laughs) as a people um to which wisdom is just love to me like is to know how to love fucking good (laughs) wonderful (laughs) um so like i want to be i want to just facilitate that evolution um as so many people are facilitating their evolution i feel um i want to help that put a megaphone in front of the people that um are too quiet and are good at that and give them more people to witness. It's Jack Cornfield, who's a very good Buddhist awesome. teacher, um, I think he was quoting someone else. I can't remember who he was quoting, but he was saying that um, meditation and mindfulness, it's not about perfecting yourself. It's about perpe- perfecting your love. And that's what I'm seeing from you guys with what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but the, also the caveat to that is you can never perfect it, but it's the process. Why are you little? Yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> I can do it. What Don't is the point of being here? <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. And that's the, that humility keeps us grounded and keeps mm. us loving each other. <laughs> it's a really cool conversation, isn't it? Like that's you go, cool. oh, yeah. We don't actually have to be perfect. We just need to give it a yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah, really good. What about you? What about you, Ryan? I'm going to be greedy and take three words. Mother Is that okay? Do I have permission? Yes, because can I tell you why? Why? If you were following my process and you can <laughs> adapt it and do it yourself, <laughs> the end idea is you can have one word, but there's supporting words to it. Like it really holds it almost mm. in the bowl of what are the two or three words that support that one word. And so – you can either come up with a phrase or three words or one word, but it's your choice. That's what I love about Alrighty, it. Alrighty, so my bowl is fearless, playful creation. Oh, I love uh, you. Yeah. I in, wanted that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's unique to each individual. Fuck That's that. the point. I don't want to evolve anymore. I just want to be playful. <laughs> I think 
Maybe yours is playful evolution. No, it's, it's the same thing, man. That's the backbone. You just gave me my backbone. Well, anyway, know. it's not about me, it's you. Go. But this is what's fun about this is I, I think that people need to know that once you make the statement, it's like you, that reticular cortex that's in your brain. Mm. Like when someone says, hey, a red car, and you just keep seeing red cars, that's it's that the part The reticular of, activation system. There we go. Mm. The reti- see, I am so Ryan today. Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> you love it. <laughs> I've been studying lately, that's why. But it's you'll start to see it. So Fearless, playful creation? Please. Yeah. I think I've always had this, um, especially with growing up, I've always had all these ideas and creativity, but I've always spoken about them instead of actually doing it. Ooh. But I also realised that for anything to be sustainable, you need to play with it. It's like, I'm going to talk about Alan Watts again. One of the I started watching his video every day before I'd go to work in hospitality, but it was called Workers Play. And he uses this metaphor of like, imagine a bus driver driving a bus and he could be, you know, taking money. He's getting harassed all day um, by people. He's going to go through traffic. Like you can see that as a bad job if you think that way. But then Alan Watts is like, but what if you kind of dance through traffic and instead of just, you know, driving, you know, like straight and all grumpy, he's weaving through traffic and oh, have a nice day. And he plays with it. That's so cool. I kind of. I'm really excited because I'm getting into video and film, which is something I've always wanted to do, but now I've finally got the opportunity to do it. Whoop and whoop. I just want to play with it. And, yeah. And doing if I'm not feeling playful, it's like, why is that? Because even if you're not really enjoying something, I think there's a way you can <gasps> always take that. That is so um, true. And I think the word fearless came to my head because there's always that, I guess, that fear of, oh, what if it fails, what if it doesn't work? But yeah. to drop that, mm. and I think you can, it's, it doesn't matter if it doesn't work because if you're thinking about the outcome, it's like you shouldn't be doing it anyway. Mm. Mate, you're Nailed the best. It. I love you. Oh. <laughs> let's, let's go fearlessly, play- playfully create tomorrow. <laughs> and let's e- let's evolve <laughs> yeah, our yeah, mastery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, don't you think this is such a, a wonderful process to do, like to just reflect on the year that's been with questions that you don't always mm. ask yourself? But I like this because it's... Yeah, it turns out quite positive, doesn't yes, it? If you, think- <laughs> if you think about it, you know, and, and I think it is important that I just like it because I think it also gives you clarity mm. too and... If you, what do you want for the year ahead when you're, when your brain's tired mm. and you're exhausted and your body's like, eh, it just like, what was this year about for me? Just focus on that end result and see where I'm at. So, be, well, like we didn't plan this, but I think there's a, I know you're very into Gary Vaynerchuk that talks about asking. Love and one guys. thing that we don't do on this podcast is we don't really ask our listeners to do anything for us. Mm. And I think it's really nice. Like maybe tell us in leave us a rating and a comment and tell us, like, what did you gain from the podcast, if anything? <gasps> yeah, great. Please write that. Please write that. We'd love – I'd totally love to read You know, them. like, we've done this for a year for free. We never charge people money. We don't have sponsors. So we've been doing this on our own time. Um, and it would just be lovely to see if, you know, we are helping you because that will keep us doing it and loving it and mm. keeping it playful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, and, where, where would you slap a, a review in iTunes would be awesome and then maybe comments on the Facebook page. And you know what I'll give them? For doing that, well, what will you do? Tell I, us. I wrote an ebook with oh. all of these questions in it. That's oh, why I feel great. so passionate about it today. Awesome. Because I literally was like, you know, I'll just write down all the questions I review myself every year, and then think about the questions. And there's like 27 pages, and you just print it out. It's a PDF. You can download it. We'll leave it on our website. Um, you can't miss it. It'll be on the front page in the next couple of days. And just give it a go. Have a cuppa. Take it away if you're going away this holidays. Um, and once you, yeah, that's my gift to people. It's like, that's how I love it's verbal. It's a process. So mm. yeah, awesome. please check it out. 
And thank you. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having an awesome view of us. You two and everyone that's listening. Bye. Bye -bye. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye.